Welcome to the Ask Philip podcast. Today, Philip talks about what are NFTs and the digital wallet trend. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now now, here's Philip. All right, another day, another dollar. Hey, for those of y'all who don't have an uncle born, for those of y'all who don't have a black uncle born in about like 1960, maybe 1950, y'all probably never heard that saying, right? Another day, another dollar. But it's it is Tuesday, June 2nd, and we're going to talk today about uh, non-fungible tokens, aka NFTs. Uh, we are going to talk about uh, digital wallets, uh, and we're gonna and we're gonna discuss um, uh, this market cap weighted fund that we own, right? Because I want to clarify. I had a client. I had some people. Somebody asked me uh, after an episode where you know I told them I sold you know I talked about so I sold my Ethereum and Bitcoin was the only cryptocurrency that I that I own. And what I need what I need to clarify is you know I do have a small position in this grayscale fund called uh, GDLC, which is basically like a large cap crypto fund. And I got a small position in that because the only the only cryptocurrency that I feel comfortable in owning outright is Bitcoin because of my philosophy on not guessing, but but being clear about, okay, who who's the winner, the undisputed winner, and has a lot of upside. Bitcoin is the only one I can say about that. But just like, uh, you know, just like I might own a few stocks, um, you know, because I don't, I don't like trying to pick a lot of different stocks that I don't know a lot about. And it's really hard to do that with a well-diversified portfolio, but you can do it on a small concentrated portfolio if you pick the stocks of the future, I believe. And, and so for example, you know, I might I might be comfortable having some and as a matter of fact, we have some money in the SP 500 um portfolio, even though I might not own most of those stocks outright individually, but but I might own the SP 500 because you know if I want to have a diversified portfolio and spread it out and not not make a bet, right? It's it's hard to bet against the market. And so the S&P 500 is a market cap weighted uh, investment strategy. And what that means is, um, you know, the market every single day, which is the people, but the participants are going to reprice uh, assets based on all of the market's collective analysis. There, there was this study done, um, and it's been done multiple times, but a professor will go to a class, they'll have a jar of jelly beans, and they will... Uh, have the class write down their guess of how many jelly beans were in the jar. And nobody, no one person ever gets the guess right. But when they average out the answers of the whole class, the market, uh, they get pretty spot on, on on how many jelly beans are in the uh, are in the deal. And that's and that's that's called and that's just anomaly. You can look at a bunch of different places. Like collectively, uh, we're smart. Is why is why market-based systems work. It's why like non-crony capitalism or real capitalism works not crony capitalism if the you know if, if if we rely on bureaucrats to 
try to determine prices, you know, each prices on their own versus the market, meaning the people get to decide the prices they can buy and sell at whatever price they want to transact at. That's a, that's a better uh, mechanism for, for figuring out prices. And so going back to it, that grayscale, which is a grayscale large cap digital fund, um, GDLC, is one where I don't have to guess which cryptocurrencies I want to own or what's going to be the biggest. You know, I have conviction in Bitcoin right now. That's it. And then this GDLC gives me exposure to, you know, as the crypto market grows, I believe the crypto market will grow, even though I can't handicap um, the, the, the next big winners. I can say, hey, put some money in that. So as the market grows, I participate. And I let the market, meaning the people, um, guide me on where the money should go. Because in that fund, it's going to allocate money in a market cap weighted basis. And it's going to put the most money in the place where the market says is the most valuable place, which right now, the, the, the by far biggest position in that fund, over 50% of it is, um, is Bitcoin. So that's how the fund uh, allocates uh, money. So, so I do own that because, you know, I'm still studying. I haven't seen a big winner. Once I see a big, definite, clear winner, then I'm, I'm, you know, I may buy another one outright. But right now that one is just Bitcoin. So I want to clarify that because I got a question on that from a, from a client who listens to the podcast or a friend who listens to the podcast. So let's go to NFTs, non-fungible tokens. And so what, you know, what are NFTs? And I'm going to oversimplify it because I'm going to talk about it in the context of what people are talking about when they're talking about NFTs. And these are these are basically tokens that can uh, that can be created. That's not that's not meant to be m- money like Bitcoin or not, you know, not what Ethereum is to be able to allow people to build smart contracts on a blockchain, but it's, 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 it's going to be more of what we use for art or collectibles, right? A, a lot of, a lot of people born in different time periods store value, you know, uh, collect different things. So, you know, back in the eighties, they did, they collected cards, um, sports cards. Then you had, you know, Pokemon cards. You have boomers who like to collect cards, right? Boomers like collecting from a certain era, old cars, right? I think if we if we went, if, if some aliens came here and they looked at the price of cars and then they saw that people wanted an old car, like a car from a long time ago that people would pay 500,000, a million bucks for, they would think that, you know, we were relatively crazy. But, you know, collector's item scarcity, um, you know, as, as humans, we've been, collecting things for a while. And that, and to break it down even further, um, you know, I was talking to my buddy about it. And I said, hey, listen, all we really need is basic food and shelter. Like we don't need to eat 90% of what we eat. We don't need to live in the houses that we that we live in. We just need to survive, right? Food and shelter at a very level. So, you know, the majority of our economy or the majority of what we spend our money on is what I call flex. So I like Adidas. Do I need to have, do I have to have Adidas, right? I can go buy another pair of shorts that are way cheaper or another pair of, you know, shoes that are way cheaper. Um, but I like Adidas, right? That's, that's my flex. Um, I, you know, I just got through reprimanding a friend for having an Android uh, phone instead of an iPhone. Um, but do you know, do we need iPhones? Do we need Apple? Do I need a MacBook? No, um, it's, it's a flex. And so if you, a lot of people, a lot of people will judge, you know, why people are spending money on 
digital things, but I'm like, hey, listen, like my son, with most of his allowance, he buys digital outfits. He buys, you know, skins on Fortnite that, you know, takes a big chunk of his money. And at first I didn't understand until I was like, well, you know, that's that's they flex, right? If he's playing with his homie and and you know, he has this new skin that people want, it makes him feel good, part of the community, right? It's their way of flexing. I don't judge it. And so NFTs uh, are the same thing. If 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 you look at the evolution of what's happening in the trend of the world, right? We, we're moving commerce digitally, right? We went from, you know, we, we, we went from, I mean, everything's going digital basically. And, and I've been over that multiple times before. Um, uh, and so the next thing that's moving digitally is we're starting to move our flexes digitally. So if we're living digitally and we're not that far from virtual reality, we, we already spend a lot of our time, you know, uh, networking or you know spending time with people digitally the next thing to add is flex right flex i mean and, and we even talk about the fact that we don't flex digitally digitally but i mean how much money would you play for that pay for that blue check on on twitter or instagram even as 30 and 40 year olds and some 50 year olds like it you know i like to think that i don't really care about that kind of stuff you know but but deep down like if i had that blue check you know i'll be feeling I'd be feeling some kind of way. Right. Um, and so, you know, flexing on human beings have flexed, like since the beginning of time, if you watch nature uh, and, 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 the and the, you know, mating rituals or the flexing rituals, like it's, it's deep in the DNA of, of preachers and it's definitely deep in the DNA of humans. So um, NFTs are a way for people to be part of a community um, and, and flex. And so if like, just like every business has a website and every business will eventually have a podcast, you know, every business is probably going to have an NFT because your, your customers, your fans, right. Customers are becoming uh, your community. Like if you think about the people who monetize the best in this industry, let's talk about these um, Paul brothers, Jake Paul. And um, I forget the other Paul, the ones that are, that are boxing and beating everybody up. The one that fights Floyd, Floyd Mayweather um, on, on this weekend, right. They, they built the online community. And they're monetizing it based off of different things. Uh, the Kardashians did it via um, reality TV. So all the people who were making money in the new era build a community and then monetize their community. So customers are becoming um, community. And if you and if you build a community, i.e., a customer base, a non-fungible token is another way for your community to flex, being part of the community, and it's a way for them to participate in the upside. So, for example, imagine. You know, imagine, you know, when the Kardashians first came out 20 years ago and you were an early fan and you were able to buy some sort of NFT limited offer thing that the Kardashians made or even better. You know, let's let's think about um, Beyonce. Right. Uh, you know, side note, I'm going to tangent because my wife and I went on a date uh, this past Saturday and we're listening to some music at Revelers Hall. Shout out to Revelers Hall. If, if y'all are ever in Bishop Arts, like Revelers Hall on the weekend has the best live band music scene in Dallas. Um, it was it was great. Um, and so afterwards, it's a record store right next door. We went into it and um, and uh, there was like this old um, like record player, like album player. Um, not an old one. It was a, it was a new one. I mean, like a Bluetooth one. Um, that was in there and so um and so uh, i got it for kelly and then and then we saw because her, her dad has like um 
you know, a nice record collection and they, you know, um, uh, and she's always wanted one. So got, so we got that. And then um, we saw like they had new albums on records. So they had like J. Cole 2014. Um, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm forgetting the name of the album now since I had to remember it. But we got that when she got the Beyonce Lemonade, um, ordered that online. And then we started seeing like all like Beyonce's are hard to find. Like they're already selling for like a lot of money. Jay-Z has some. And so we're thinking through, oh man, you know, um, these are like collective items. So even though we have those CDs on our phone digitally already, we pay for, like, then we pay for the, you know, the album, uh, physical album as well, which took you, which takes you back to the old days where you had, you got to see the visuals that came inside of the, the you know, we grew up on tapes that you can see inside with the pictures, but now you got it bigger on the album. And so you get to build a collector's item. And that's another, that's another example of flex. But where I'm going with that is, you know, imagine if when Beyonce came out, if, um, cause a, these, these albums are going to be worth a lot of money moving forward as, as, as people who grew up with, um, you know, J Cole and, um, um, Beyonce, as we get more money, uh, and these, uh, these scarce items become uh, more valuable because our you know, people in our community or as part of that community, uh, want it, it becomes more valuable. And so, so imagine if Beyonce had a non-fungible um, token, right? A Beyonce coin that that we could have bought, you know, back in her Houston days, right? In her Destiny Child days, um, 20 years ago, you know, 25 years ago. Um, like imagine if we if if we had that token, it was a limited offer and and uh and we owned the day, it would be worth a lot of money, right? And 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 the tokens can do different things. So since they're since you can build smart contracts and there there can be tokens that are that give you access to backstage passes, or it could be just a token that's just the, you know, saying, hey, I went to her first ever concert, right? Uh, a token that proves that, or a token that, um, you know, allows you uh, first dibs on um, Beyonce products that 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 come out, because, man, it's so hard to get um, some of those um Ivy Park shoes on Adidas website. So you can do a lot with non-fungible tokens and there'll be a lot of experimentation on it. Um, but uh, man, heck, I mean, I predict we're going to even see um, artists put their masters as a non-fungible token because I would love to to be part owner in Jay-Z's masters. I mean, that would be a great investment. Right, right now, you know, only rich people can, can own that stuff. Um, but imagine them, and they'd much rather have their community own it than some 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 rich, you know, uh, music exec uh, owning it. And so now these type of assets are going to be available to me and you that we can own uh, and, and and have in our digital wallet uh, as a flex. So it could be an investment and a flex. And so this moves us to also the next topic, which are digital wallets. And so I don't know about you. Um, because technology is eating everything, but banks are pretty much worthless. I hate going to my bank, right? They have a wall garden where they make it difficult for you to transfer your own money wherever wherever you want it. And the, you know, even even the quote unquote high tech banks like JP Morgan and Bank of America, I mean, it still is a hassle to get money, you know, in and out because it takes a lot of days um, to do it. Um, you know, or or you got to pay a fee, right? They, they're trying to get better on overdraft fees for for folks. Um, 
but it's just it's, it's not a super good it's not a super good experience at all. I think um, um, they you know you you're only able to you know access their products and service, and it's just um, I don't I don't understand that you know I mean there's not there's not a need for bank locations anymore too. So a big reason why they probably have to um, make money off fees and everything is because they got all these physical locations, which is a whole nother topic. But just the, the banking experience is way more difficult than what it than what it has to be, you know, versus these digital wallets um, that um, a lot of us are using uh, that that's way easier. So an, an example is like Apple Pay. Apple Pay is a digital wallet. Um, Google Pay, Android Pay, Cash App, PayPal, Venmo, Alipay, Walmart. Um, you also have digital digital crypto wallets, which is MetaMask, Coinbase, Treasure Ledger, Robinhood. I would consider also a, a pseudo digital wallet where you could, you know, invest your your money in brokerage accounts. But it's I'm going to include digital wallets as the, these easy ways to move money around, store value, transfer value. Um, that's very user friendly, built for the 21st century, built for 2021. Um, and they're getting easier, more creative, offering more products and services, uh, making making e-commerce um, a whole lot, a whole lot easier. And so that they are gonna just you know just steal market share for banks over the next five years, which, which is my core thesis and why I own some of the the some you know, why we own some of the stocks. And assets we own in in um, uh, in the macro opportunity strategy, um, but th- th- those those are digital wallets. W- one digital wallet that people haven't even really thought much about. That I think is going to really dominate the market is this the the, the Bitcoin um, the Bitcoin <laughs> the Facebook digital wallet. Uh, w- once Facebook offers their digital wallet, and we have all these people on Instagram and Facebook and WhatsApp. That are, you know, um, uh, communicating and sharing ideas and sharing messages, right? Sharing, sharing money, and trading on Facebook, I believe is going to explode, right? Which is again a big reason why we own Facebook uh, in that in that strategy. Um, but just just watch over the next five years. Matter of fact, if you if if you haven't downloaded a MetaMask uh, wallet and looked at how you use that or what you do and maybe even youtube it but you know you the whole way we do internet is just is just changing right it used to be you know browser focused and it's still going to be browser focused but now it's like you're you're able to have a wallet and then as you go from site to site like you you, you're it, it inverts the power right so now you 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 would you would normally um go to a site and then if you want to buy on the site you'd have to buy based on um, what wallet offers they allowed you to offer now it's been built out to where you can you can be on your wallet because uh, metamask is like way ahead of the the crypto is like way ahead of the scene so if you look at metamask there's there's now the, the starting point is your wallet and then you go through sites via your wallet that are connected that that are connected to um, uh, that has interoperability with that wallet is going to be more interoperability because people want to, you know, I would much rather say, okay, here's my wallet, and I want to deal with sites that are interoperable 
with my wallet and everybody who wants to get some money from you, uh, which is everybody, they're going to, they're going to make it interoperable. So it was interesting. I'm paying attention. You should pay attention because it's, it's investing opportunities all around that as well. And it's just a you know better way to do commerce and business. So um, I hope this helps uh, you guys uh, send me any, email me or tweet me, tweet at me, any topics, thoughts, questions you want me to cover um, until tomorrow. Y'all enjoy your day. All right. Thanks. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.